0: This is Mayday. Stories on culture, society, technology, and unpredictable realities. You're listening to an original short from the Mayday series, Fiction for the Future. Welcome. June 28th. At 7.36, Deirdre Brindleby died. At 8.15, her home prepared her morning tea. August 5th, the car piloted itself through the indistinguishable emptiness of suburbia. To Virgil Francis Evergreen, they were absolutely nowhere. What time was it even? The intensity of the irradiating daylight removed the distinction of hours. Whatever the time was, they had been in the car for a while. A thought politely suggested itself to Virger Francis Evergreen, since it could be a while before they reached the Chancery. Let the automatic driver drive. Virger Evergreen was convinced. She just needed to close her eyes. Not while well on duty, Virger. The rebuke slapped the thought of sleep away. Yes, Rev. Reverend Romula Lee sat next to Verger Evergreen examining her tablet. The screen flashed a red light across her face. She sighed. Yes, Rev? We have another one. This other one referred to an exorcism. As the Internet of Things embedded itself in people's homes and lives, the Church updated its practices to deal with the world's new ghosts, accumulated data, After the environment collapsed, people spent as much time as possible in the safety of their homes. Fortunately, smart technology had progressed to the point that the home could handle most day-to-day activities itself. After a few years of amassing the data produced by its occupant, the smart home was able to predict what would be needed and when. When the occupant died, the home carried on with its automated routine. By this point, the home didn't need its person to operate. It was actually more efficient. But someone had to deal with these nuisances, so it fell to the people who were already exercising anyway. Everyone else stayed at home and produced data. Are they sure, Rev? Verger Evergreen hoped not. Sitting at home was exactly what she wanted to be doing. Reverend Lee nodded, adding, All the signs are there. She gave the tablet to Verger Evergreen. And sure enough, they were. The chancellery had tracked 16 Pondfield Road for the last three weeks, during which time it had deposited its rubbish every Monday at exactly 20:34 and 57 seconds, ordered a box of Windsor tea on Saturdays at 10:46 and 57 seconds, and uploaded unnoticed messages that read: "I fill a superlative, verb, object, temporal phrase, locative phrase," on an hourly basis. Verger Evergreen read the rest of the report. Sixteen Pondfield Road displayed all the humanity of an algorithm that had studied a person very carefully. She handed the tablet back. As Reverend Lee typed in the new destination, Verger Evergreen began to doze again. Not while on duty, Verger. She sighed. As the car docked against the house, neither Reverend Lee or Verger Evergreen took much notice of Sixteen Pondfield Road. There wasn't much to see. It was a house that looked like every other house. Reverend Lee pressed her ID against the door. The door recognised it as the one the Chancellery had uploaded to its memory bank and opened. They entered. Inside, everything appeared to have been tidied and tidied and tidied again in a manner that suggested a stronger interest in the act of cleaning itself than cleaning anything in particular. Static, murmured in the background. They moved through the room. Nobody, Rev. No, it must have decomposed to the point that the house had to remove it. A little circular machine entered the living room. It bumped into Virgil Evergreen's leg. It stopped, started, and bumped into her leg again. Virgil Evergreen moved, letting the house continue its work. A kettle burbled in another room. Something electronic coughed. Excuse me? asked a voice. The voice came from every corner of the room. Ah. Responded Reverend Lee. Are you Deirdre Brindleby? That's me, said the approximation of Deirdre Brindleby's voice. Would you like a cup of tea? A cup of tea would be lovely, Reverend Lee answered. But could you show us where the main hub is? Oh, of course, love, the house replied. It's downstairs to the left. A door behind them opened, revealing stairs. They descended into the darkness. It's right here, said the house, flooding a terminal in light. Do you need anything else? No, ma'am, said Verger Evergreen. Lovely. I'll get the tea ready. Tuneful humming lilted down from upstairs. She must have been a nice lady, mused Evergreen. Reverend Lee squatted and fumbled with the side of the terminal. She yanked a side panel off and turned to Evergreen, Verger, pass me a torch, will you? Evergreen did so. Reverend Lee peered into the circuitry. Hmm, that's it. Perfectly simple. She pulled out a crucifix, which ended in a USB stick, and rammed it into the terminal. Five, four, three, two, one. Reverend Lee pointed to the ceiling. The humming burst into a static-filled shriek that burned into a droning white noise. The sound stopped. Silence. Reverend Lee jumped to her feet. Done. Tea, then? asked Verger Evergreen. Tea. You just listened to an original short from the Mayday series, Fiction for the Future. Find more in Mayday Magazine or on Mayday.co.